0: a great family vacation doesn't last a day a night or even a week it stays with you year after year this summer plan a trip to great wolf lodge indoor water park resort where every second is packed with adventure and every memory is one for the ages howl side by side down giant water slides play indoors and out or watch your children's face light up at the log cabin inside their hotel room seasons come and go but great wolf memories will last a lifetime visit greatwolf.com for details on how to save up to 30% on your summer getaway.
1: New England Patriots coverage on clnsradio.com. Fires the
2: Touchdown.
1: We want to hear from you, so call in right now. The phone lines are open 929-477-2386.
3: Mike Nice? Yes, sir. What's going on, man? Huge win. Huge win by the Patriots. And with this win, DJ Meese, anybody out there who has any debates about Tom Brady, at this point, I don't know how you have any, but put them to rest. This man, Tom Brady, is the most winningest quarterback in NFL history, notching his 201 victory here today. You got to give him man all the credit he's been having one hell of a career, and this win today just adds on to to his resume this guy this guy's amazing man he's he's great
4: it just it's crazy from a guy who's just a backup quarterback to now he's come such a long long way, but hey man, two hundred one wins the debate is over. We can stop having debates about this man he's just The GOAT, the greatest of all time. And the crazy thing is, his story is not over because he's on pace for another championship run. And like we said, man, Patriots win at home against the Los Angeles Rams. Rams were never good. You expected a dominant game from the Patriots, and that's what they did. Tom Brady didn't have a crazy game statistically. 269 yards, one touchdown, no sack. Solid game all around from the offense.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. it was it wasn't a real debate on whether the Patriots might win this game, could they possibly win this game? Everybody had this game chalked up as a victory on the schedule. And you know, one thing I said coming into the, this this matchup in in our pregame show that we did live on Facebook, I wanted to see the defense have a great game. Obviously, you're going against a team in the Rams who have one of the worst offenses in the league. They're they're putting out there a rookie quarterback but you still wanted to see this, this Patriots defense come out and perform well. And you look at today, they, they only gave up, what, three points, if I'm correct? Um, and on top of that, they get four sacks, you know, two interceptions. This is a team, this is a game, they only gave up 10 points, I'm sorry. And this is a game where, you know, this is a team where we're not used to seeing them forced a lot of turnovers. You know, I, don't, I couldn't tell you the last time you know, I saw the Patriots record an interception. You know, they, it's rare that they get to the quarterback and record a sack. And to have more than one or two sacks in the game, too, that's pretty surprising. So, you know, it's good to see the Patriots' defense played really well. I mean, it's against a poor opponent, but at the same time, it's a huge confidence boost knowing that they came out and had this type of performance defensively.
4: We also got our guy, Michael Longji, working the switch boys Mike, Tom Brady, 201 wins, man. An okay game. I know we were talking earlier. You said it was kind of like a boring game to watch, but Patriots got it done all in all.
5: Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, a a boring game, relatively speaking. It wasn't, you know, really that competitive at any point. Rams didn't really have any chance on offense there. But, you know, the thing about it is, is the Rams have such a terrible offense. Their offensive line isn't good and all this stuff. The Patriots' defense needed to dominate this game. And the fact that they did... Is, is a good sign. You know, they had, what, a four or five sacks. They had two interceptions. Uh, they were hitting hard. They were, you know, in Goff's face the whole night. So it's, it was a good thing to see on the defensive side. In terms of Tom Brady, I mean, guys, obviously, at this point, right? I mean, he is the number one quarterback of all time. He is the most winning quarterback of all time. They were showing stats. I'm sure you guys saw on the broadcast today. They were showing stats where his quarterback rating – actually goes up in clutch situations it goes up on third down it goes up in the red zone it goes up in the fourth quarter so i mean this guy is just a machine
4: (laughs) a machine (laughs) he's definitely a machine and we definitely want to hear from you guys what you think about tom brady's 201st win the patriots defense and everything about patriots so the blue apron call lines are open Get three free meals with free shipping by simply going to blueapron.com slash Patriot. You can call in at 929-477-2386. Once again, call in at 929-477-2386. We have our guy Nick from Tampa on the line. Nick, what's happening,
3: my brother?
6: Yo, how y'all doing today? What's going good. on, man?
3: Doing good. Good victory today.
6: Listen, this puts all doubt. All questions, all debate to rest. Tom Brady is the GOAT. They should serve him with some curry at Blue Apron because he is the GOAT. <laughs> He's all time, greatest of all time, Tom Brady. 201 wins surpasses everybody else. He tied it last week, got it this week. The GOAT, greatest quarterback of all time, no question. He has as many rings as any other quarterback, he has everything you need. He dominates the, the statistical categories and all the important statistical categories. And the most important statistical category of all, aside from those uh, rings, Super Bowl rings, is wins as a starter, and he has 201 as of today. Absolutely, happen, absolutely happy about this. Regardless of it, if it's only against the Rams, that's fine. He still got that uh, 201, uh, the 201st win. Um, aside from that, once again, then you know I always got to start out my comments. My man, no, the blunt punch, blunt force uh, trauma, uh, 43-yard touchdown run, um, 88 yards on 18 carries. That's just a little bit under uh, five yards per carry. Once again, did his job as the workhorse. One of the only two offensive players to have a, uh, a touchdown today along with Chris Hogan um, in the defense. I know that the Rams don't have the best offensive line, and that's maybe an understatement, but this defense actually played with some intention today. Uh, Two interceptions, a fumble recovery, four sacks. Um, I'm absolutely happy, uh, was happy to hear earlier this week that Allen Branch had his suspension overturned. Another uh, ridiculous, stupid suspension attempted by the worst commissioner possibly in pro sports, Roger Goodell, and Allen Branch won that one. Um, fa- fantastic game by the much maligned Logan Ryan. Uh, five solo tackles. He even had a sack coming off the, uh, the the corner blitz. Love seeing that. Chris Long seems to be filling in that number uh, ninety-five jersey really well. Love to see that as well. And uh, Kyle Van Noy. I mean, how, how, how many times have we mentioned Kyle Van Noy this season? For him to come up with the game that he had today with the interception and five solo tackles, just fantastic game all around. Um, Goskowski, no complaints this week. No mention of medication and psychologist because he hit <laughs> all of his field goals and all of his extra points. Hopefully he can continue this for the rest of the season and doesn't miss any more chip shots. Doesn't miss any more expected, you know, uh, field goals that he should be making. I know that you know we can't say let's let's hope he doesn't miss any more because you know there's sometimes you get them long field goals and you can't you can't make them all. But as long as he makes the ones that he's expected to make, the chip shots, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with the performance all around. And again, I might seem just a little bit excited considering it was only the Rams, um, but it was a great game. Only other comment, kind of a sad moment, kind of a sad thing. Rob Gronkowski, I know you guys are going to get into it later on in the game, so I'm not going to mention too much about it later on in the show. So I'm not going to mention too much about that. I don't understand why the Patriots don't just put him in bubble wrap for the whole season and break him out <laughs> in January or when the playoffs come because the guy just can't seem to stay healthy. Um, as bad as it is, because you never want to take away such a an incredible impact player, impact player as Rob Gronkowski, it also has somewhat of a positive side in the sense that you get Tom Brady having to pass the ball around. He passed the ball to Edelman with 101 yards. Um, Malcolm Mitchell, love what I see from this kid, 82 yards from him. Uh, uh, Dola for Dolo had 30 yards, and then of course Chris Hogan had that touchdown. Just. Great game all around. I'm happy about it. it. Made my Sunday, you know, just that much better.
4: It definitely makes for a smooth, smooth Sunday anytime the Patriots win. Nick, we're gonna let you go. Unfortunately, your phone's breaking up a little bit, but we we got your main points. Thank you once again for calling in week by week. We love your analysis, bud.
6: Appreciate it.
4: Thanks, Nick. Thank you, man. Yeah, Nick brought up some great points as usual. And one one guy I would definitely want to speak on, Mike, is. Michael Mitchell, man, he's coming up, and he's solidifying himself as our number two receiver. And it was going to be great, but I didn't think it was going to happen this quickly for him to, to get 10 targets this game, second most targets next to Edelman. is great to see. He made the best of it, man, eight receptions, 82 yards. Brady was looking for him for many times to get that first down when Edelman was getting covered up, and he's performing. Michael Mitchell's becoming that next guy up with – You know, when when Gronk went out, they were like, who's going to be the next man to go up? Will it be Lewis? Is it going to be Bennett? And Mitchell's becoming that guy.
3: I'm shocked. I'm honestly shocked at the performance today. I mean, obviously, coming out of the last two weeks, you saw Malcolm Mitchell performing very well, stepping up huge for the Patriots. But the fact that he came out of today's game with 10 targets. Amendola, you know, he left the game early. Uh, but only four targets. Chris Hogan, only five targets. Martellus Bennett, the new number one tight end for the team moving forward, only four targets. To tell me if you were to tell me that Malcolm Mitchell would finish off the game, tied with receptions with Julian Edelman and having over uh, ten ten targets, I would not have seen that coming. I got to give props to Malcolm Mitchell. You know he has gained the trust of Tom Brady. When you gain the trust of Tom Brady. I don't care where you were drafted, what round, what number, what school you played from before. If you can come up and gain the trust of Tom Brady, we've seen the number of no-name, YMCA, you know, wide receivers come up through the years, nobodies who have played on the Patriots, and then if they leave the team, they disappear, and you don't even know what team they play for after that. We've seen the numerous guys come and go. But if you can come to this team and gain the trust of Tom Brady, and and have him throw you the ball this many times in the game, you're going to have a great career as long as you stay in this uniform. And Malcolm Mitchell has really performed well. You're saying now he's the number two target on the team? I don't know if he set that in stone today with this performance. I mean, obviously he played well, but he's looking like definitely a guy moving forward that Tom Brady will have no problem trusting as long as the season continues and they go into the playoffs. Malcolm Mitchell's name will be called many times moving forward.
4: Yeah, there's so much more we got to talk about with the offense and defense,
5: but before we get there, let's hear a word from our sponsors. The workers who have succeeded in this new economy are those who know how to decide for themselves how to spend their time and allocate their energy. They understand how to set goals, prioritize tasks, and make choices about which projects to pursue. People who know how to self-motivate, according to studies, earn more money than
7: their peers, report higher levels of happiness, and say they are more satisfied with their families, jobs, and lives. The preceding excerpt is from Charles Duhigg's The Power of Habit audiobook, published by Random House Audio. Audible is the leading source of audiobooks online, and to get access to audiobooks such as this, along with a free 30-day trial, log on to audiblepodcast.com slash try now.
8: Thanks to everyone who downloaded the CLNS Radio New England Patriots post game show, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and of course the free CLNS Radio mobile app. Another game is in the books for the four-time Super Bowl champions. Before you know it, another week of football will be upon us, and we here at the Patriots B Podcast will have you covered. We'll provide the most in-depth breakdown of the most recent Patriots game, reaction to all the transpiring throughout the week, all while looking ahead by providing a featured interview as we go behind enemy lines of the Pats' next opponent. It's all on the Patriots Beat Podcast, powered by CLNS Radio, released every Friday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern Time on CLNSRadio.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and, of course, the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. Tom
4: Brady passes Peyton Manning for 201 wins and now becomes the most winningest quarterback of all time and that number is going to skyrocket and looking at the young quarterbacks right now I don't see any quarterback anytime soon that's going to touch that record such an incredible feat like Tom Brady and now we are going to enter our segment with Harris Harris of Patriots B Podcast which is released first thing every Friday morning on clns and the clns radio mobile app Harris, Tom Brady did it, man. 201 wins, the most wins by any quarterback ever in NFL history, and they get the win tonight against the Los Angeles Rams.
8: I mean, you know, what, what more do you need to say about him? I mean, we saw that one stat that Fox Sports put out. Um, it said that Tom Brady was 50-42 and 42 in games that he's, going, that he's been going into the fourth quarter losing. So he's 50-42 with fourth-quarter comeback. So he's won more than 50% of games when he's gone into the fourth-quarter losing. That's unbelievable. I, I, the, the, this team, this organization is really just a, an outlier to the rest of NFL history. And it'll be interesting to see how long they can keep this going once Brady's
5: gone.
3: Looking at, you know, to the, the, the box scores, I mean, obviously, you know, the defense played well. The offense, Brady did his thing. Um, but were you surprised with the fact that we didn't see more from Martellus Bennett today? Obviously, when Stronkowski went down, you know, Bennett's going to be the guy thrusted forward into that number one spot. Were you surprised with just, you know, the four targets, two receptions, only four yards? Were you surprised that they didn't try to uh, showcase him more in, 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 in that position?
8: No, not at all. I think they knew that he was coming into this game not even close to 100%. I think they wanted to take it pretty slow with him. With you know everything that's going on with his ankle, and he has a shoulder injury, and I think he's dealing with a couple other things. He's pretty banged up, so I think them taking it slow with him is fine. We've seen that James Devlin can take over his uh, his role in the blocking scheme as a tight end well, but you know it, they, they seem to be fine distributing his targets elsewhere. I mean, most of his targets end up going to Malcolm Mitchell, who did a lot of really good things out there with those targets. I love to see that out of him, especially a guy who Brady has like clearly really loves to play with. Uh, Edelman looked really good today. Probably the first game where we've really seen him not hampered by that foot injury. Jeff house said earlier uh, in the day before the game that he was finally like hundred percent with that foot and we saw his, the impact he had today. So, you know, everyone was worried about how well the offense was going to work out work without Gronkowski. So I'm pretty sure they have the Ravens next week. So I think that'll be a bigger test than this pretty lowly Rams team.
4: Definitely. And a guy who went down earlier in the game, Danny Amendola, which we don't know the significance of his injury just yet, but not only will he affect the passing game, but also special teams. And we see that Cyrus Jones, it seems like week by week, he does something that just makes you shake your head during the special teams, whether it's a muff punt. Is there concerns with Cyrus Jones being our head punt returner if Amy is her?
8: Well, I think that a lot of his power turning is due to a lot of his lack of confidence that he has right now. Belichick keeps putting him out there trying to help it out, but he keeps muffing these punts. But I'll tell you one thing today, he looked great in coverage when, uh, whenever he was thrown to. It was nice to see him actually playing some defense, getting some snaps as the number three. Uh, well, Ro, well, Eric Rowe went out with a hamstring injury that wasn't widely reported and he just kind of stepped in, did his job, he decent coverage all over the field, especially against guys bigger than him with Quick and Britt. So, you know, the, the the Rams offense got that crappy touchdown at the end, but you have to be really happy with what the secondary showed you. And also, I don't, I don't think there's much to be worried about a, a punt returning situation. They, they still have Julian Edelman. They still have a bunch of other guys on the team who can just catch the ball and secure it and go down. It's not a huge part of the special teams uh, either way. It's just a shame that Cyrus Jones can hold on to the ball.
3: Talking about this defense even more, I mean, obviously you're facing a, a Rams team and their offense, not one to, one to be really feared across the NFL. But, I mean, with the Patriots' performance today, getting to the quarterback, you know, Logan Ryan had a sack. Shane McClellan had a sack. You know, guys stepping up, getting to the quarterback, and the two picks that they had. Is this a game where they can possibly use the momentum to carry in further into the season, or is this performance just straight due to it being against the Los Angeles Rams? Well, you have to remember, like, take this from the players' perspective.
8: You know, no matter what offense they just played, they just stopped an NFL offense with Todd Gurley, Jared Goff, Kenny Britt for 60 minutes and completely dominated them. So I think the most important part is that this is going to give the defense a lot of confidence, and I think that's really important. You know, we saw Kyle Van Noy have easily his best game so far this season with uh, with an interception, a couple of really nice tackles uh, all over the field. He was all over the place. And Patricia said it, uh, I think, this week. That he's been feeling more and more comfortable with these new players, and they're feeling more and more comfortable uh, with the defense. I mean, Kyle Van Noy was out there with the green dot today, calling plays. Uh, Dante Hightower had that nasty leg injury when he got shot blocked by Gurley, so they let Van Noy call the plays, and he did a great job. I mean, they were shutting down the Rams all over the place. They were getting really good coverage. I, I-, I think will be. I think this is a really good game for them to build off of. Again, you know, you, you play really well in a pretty easy game, and you have the Ravens. I'm pretty sure next week. So, you know, after they crushed the Dolphins today. So it's always good to get confidence at any point, especially with a tough game coming up.
4: Now, the the big story heading into this game, of course, was Rob Gronkowski being out for, we're thinking, eight weeks, maybe comes back for AFC Championship, or if we get there to the Super Bowl. How much does not having Gronkowski hurt this offense?
8: I think it hurts it less this year than it has in years past. I think this is the best offense that they've had without Gronkowski in a long time. This is the best group of running backs they've had since maybe, maybe, you know, before the Super Bowl year. I mean, Dion Lewis, James White, and LeGarrette Blunt all played great today in different portions of the game. James White does not get enough credit for the uh, pass blocker that he is. He does a pretty good job. Um, and he also caught a couple of nice passes today, but you know, just, they have so many weapons. It's so hard to cover, whether it's Chris Hogan, Edelman, Malcolm Mitchell with 10 targets today. Like you said, he's going to be an absolute stud. And the running backs and Benowin gets healthy. You know, they just – there's just too much here that, you know, even if one guy goes out, it's not going to matter too much. We keep seeing those stupid stats about, oh, here's Brady with Gronk and Brady without Gronk. Well, in years past without Gronk, they haven't had the weapons that they've had around here, and so they have the pieces issue where they can finally make up for it. But it's unfortunate that it seems like this is going to be the only year since Bartellus Bennett is looking for at least 8 mil plus uh, for his next contract. So, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens after this season.
3: Can Malcolm Mitchell really step up and be that number two guy? I mean, obviously, we saw the performance he had today. But is it to the point now where he is, you know, past Eamon Dola past Hogan and especially with Gronkowski gone now? We'll be looking at an offense where Brady will be, you know, mainly giving the ball to Edelman, possibly Bennett when he's fully healthy, and and Malcolm Mitchell a lot of the times? Is he that guy, that number two guy next to Edelman now?
8: Well, it's kind of hard to say with the offense they run. I think a lot of the reason he was targeted so much, him and Edelman, was because Bennett was out. So you put Bennett in, all of a sudden you kind of have to cut his targets maybe in half, so maybe he's catching three or four balls a game rather than eight or nine but at the same time, you know, if Bennett's out and you still have the guy that that's that who is so reliable and has such a great repertoire with Brady, you'll take him. I mean, we said, heard on the broadcast today that they have lockers next to each other. That that you know, the Patriots don't just do these things. There's always a plan with it. So clearly, they see something in this kid, and I think we all should. I mean, he he's shown us a lot of things in four games that Aaron Dobson didn't show us in three seasons. So I think <laughs> you take what you get with a guy like this, and it, it, it's it's great to see such a young receiver having so much success on an offense that's incredibly complex. And usually it goes right over these guys' heads.
4: It's, I love that fact that you brought up Aaron Dawson. Because the Patriots have struggled, struggled to bring in young receivers into this team. And it's great to see that Michael Mitchell's finally becoming that piece that Brady needs. And who knows how big he can be down the stretch. Well, Harris, thank you once again, man, for your analysis. We look forward to hearing from you next week when we do face the Ravens, which should be a really good game.
8: Thanks, guys, for having me.
4: Thanks a lot, man. Have a good one. Harris of the Patriots Beat Podcast here on CLNS Radio. Download the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and, of course, the CLNS Radio mobile app, released every Friday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern. Marv.
3: Yes. One Mike. thing that people need to understand, and I'm happy that Harris brought this up. One people that people need to understand, you know, because a lot of people out there that see the news, hear the news about Rob Gronkowski going out with the injury, and there's probably people still out there that see, they know how great Rob Gronkowski is to the scene and what he's done over the years since he's been here. But people need to understand that this year, for the first time, you know, since he's been here. With him going down with injury, okay. Not saying that, you know, it's happy. It's, it's a good thing that he's out with injury. But years before, Gronkowski would go down. And it looked like, all oh, man, all hope is lost to Patriots Nation because now who the heck is Tom Brady going to throw to? This isn't the same as, you know, Gronkowski, Edelman, and, and Ken Brown Tompkins or Aaron Dobson or the other random guys that have come and gone through the, this Patriots team over the last couple of seasons. Finally, like Harris said, this team has a lot of weapons to choose from. You have Edelman, you have Bennett, you have Hogan, you have Malcolm Mitchell stepping up. You have Amendola, who's still there. Then you still have Deion Lewis and James White, who are catching passes out of the backfield. This team has a lot of weapons. And of course, we all know Gronkowski is one of the greatest tight ends to ever play this game. And when him and Brady are on the field together, they make some special things happen. But for the first time, I honestly think we can say, no Gronk, the Patriots will be all right. Definitely. Um, This is
4: the year before when Gronk is hurt, all you had was what? Edelman that Brady could throw to. Edelman would have to get maybe 15 to 18 targets a game. And you you didn't have a running game before. Now you have Blunt, and you mentioned Lewis and and, um, White off the backfield. You have Chris Hogan, who's becoming a little deep threat. You have Amendola still. Hopefully, he stays healthy. Malcolm Mitchell. Brady has a lot of weapons this year, and I think that was the main focus for the Patriots this year, getting a lot of help, because you never know when it comes to Gronk, Krakowski, how healthy he's going to be, if he's even going to last the season. So, this, if there was going to be a year that Gronk goes out and you're not going to be too worried, this would be it. Does, it. does it help to have Gronk? Oh, absolutely. The greatest tight end probably ever to play this game and is it good he definitely makes it harder to get to the super bowl without him and to if he doesn't play in the super bowl which i don't think he should play at all this year honestly i think they should just let him heal from this back surgery and get suited up for next year cuz the man is fragile unfortunately but it's going What's to be saying, tough though? in the playoffs the
3: thing you just said keyword keywords that you just used that's another thing that a lot of people are questioning Gronkowski next year, Gronkowski the year after. I've heard people say in whisper, you know, people don't want to say it too loudly, but there are whispers going around about what is Gronkowski's future with this team. Is it, It's fair to say by now, the man is injury prone. He is injury prone. You can't go a season without thinking in the back of your mind, there's a point in time Gronkowski is going to go out for, a decent amount of time. The man's injury-prone. What is his outlook now looking with this team? is The Patriots, you know, the reports came out. I think I saw a tweet from Ian Rappaport who said earlier this season, uh, the Patriots and Martellus Bennett were working on a contract that would pay him approximately uh, $7 million per year. And he declined that deal. He's looking like a smart man now because with with an injured Gronk, an injury-prone Gronk, Bennett could possibly get paid by the Patriots. So I don't I don't want to be one too quick to say that, you know, Gronkowski's clock is ticking in the Patriots uniform because I feel like he shouldn't go any. Because when he's healthy, we all know the damage that guy can do. But at the same time, we know the kind of organization the Patriots run, whether it's not wanting to pay guys or ready to move on to – uh, from, from great players because they just have this next man up. Anybody can fill the position mentality. Are we putting Gronkowski in that same category where he's become expendable? The Patriots can just say, you know, thanks for your time. Thanks for that one ring, but you're injury prone. We're all set. It's, it's, Every- it's starting, to come into, starting to come into question now.
4: Everyone is expendable, I believe, on the Patriots, Patriots team except for Tom Brady. And with at first you could maybe put Gronk in there because of how amazing he is, but listen, man, the guy hasn't been healthy. When's the last time he's been healthy all season? He always he's at least missed at least three games a, a year, and that's being generous. We didn't <laughs> see him in the be, we didn't see him in the beginning of the year this year. We're not going to see him at the end of the year. He's an a abs- great talent, but he can't stay healthy during games and. We already heard last in the beginning of last offseason how, you know, Gronk, Gronk's expecting a contract. We saw him, you know, do a couple tweets here looking for a contract. And now with, with this injury-prone, this becoming a pattern, Patriots are not good. I don't see the Patriots, you know, breaking, breaking the bank for Gronkowski as he, he probably should get and would have got if he could stay healthy. Things get real foggy now for Gronk's future with the Patriots because, yes, he has all the talent in the world, but he can't stay healthy. So what do you do? What does, do the Patriots do to keep Rob Gronkowski? And do, do, do the Patriots sell high on him? Do they try to trade him and try to get value, some value off him? Because, you know, Patriots are not scared to do that as well. So there's a lot of things. There's a big factor here during this offseason when it comes to Gronkowski and Martellus Bennett as well because Patriots need tight ends. You know, that's how this offense operates. But who is going to be our tight end? And Is it going to be both still Martellus Bennett and Gronkowski next year? Just Gronk? Just Bennett? Who knows? It's crazy to actually think about that, but you really don't know, especially when it's an unpredictable team like the Patriots. They
3: can do anything at any time. Unpredictable, man. That is the perfect word to use right there. You really don't know. I mean, obviously, the best case scenario that you know I think everybody would love to see is, you know, the next couple of seasons where you have that two tight end set, Martellus Bennett, Rob Gronkowski, and and have and having Brady having the luxury to operate with those two players. I mean, I think that's that would be the best case scenario. But you obviously don't know. You have the injuries to factor in with Rob Gronkowski. You have Gronkowski and Bennett looking for a decent amount of money. Then you have the Patriots who don't like to spend a lot of money and are willing to move on from anybody at the at the drop of a dime. You really don't know what is going to happen. Um, obviously, the best you know you want the Patriots to have the best weapons available for Tom Brady, especially an Asian quarter quarterback like Tom Brady. Not to saying that his skills his skill set is d- declining in any way, shape, or form, but obviously one thing that I've stated many times is that with a, a uh, quarterback getting older like Tom Brady. Two things that he needs in order to play as long as he possibly can. One, a solid offensive line that will protect that man who is a not, not a mobile quarterback. They will protect him at all costs. And two, you want to give that guy as much weapons as possible so he can be as successful as possible uh, with the amount of time he has left playing in this league. So all I want to see Brady is having weapons and protections, and this Patriots offense will be good to go for who even knows how many more years down the road? I want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsors, Omaha Steaks and Blue Apron. Get the perfect
4: holiday gift with the Family Gift Pack from Omaha Steaks by going to omahasteaks.com. Enter my code BEAT. That's B-E-A-T in the search bar and add the Family Gift Pack to your cart for just forty nine ninety nine. That's a seventy seven percent saving. Also, Blue Apron get get. Get also, Blue Apron gives you great food for less than $10 per meal. Blue Apron delivers new seasonal recipes each week, along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals at a great price. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash We'll love it everyone if they had interest. we we'll use these promo codes as it is a way to help support us here clnsradio.com. And now we're about to enter our segment with Tyler. Tyler Trudeau, CLNS Radio, video correspondent, slash youtube.com, slash clnsradio. Tyler, Patriots get the dub, 26-10 to 10 against the Los Angeles Rams. Rams, we weren't expecting much from their offense. You have a rookie quarterback in Jared Goff. Todd Gurley hasn't been the same this year. Their weapons, Kenny Britt is not someone you you you're too scared of. I know he had that long sixty six yarder at
9: the end of the game,
4: but Patriots really held them held them down to only ten points. Great great win for the Patriots.
9: I wouldn't necessarily say it was a great win. Obviously a win's a win, and that is a good thing. And they played very well, but I'm not feeling too excited about it just because it is the Rams. It is Jared Goff. He really. Just he looked like a rookie quarterback today. He really did. He struggled this season, and Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia continued to embarrass rookie quarterbacks year in and year out. Uh, so I really just think it was definitely good to see the defense uh, force some turnovers, get interceptions, pressuring the quarterback for one. That was great to see a bunch of sacks. But, again, I feel like a more veteran quarterback is going to be able to maybe get the ball out of his hand before he gets sacked on a few of those. Uh but offensively, the Patriots were looking great, and that was obviously a concern without Bronkowski playing this week or for the rest of the season. They, The Rams have a good defense. They really do have a good defense. So it's impressive that the Patriots were able to uh, move the ball pretty well. But I was not thrilled with the fact that they were only able to score nine points in the second half, and they were all field goals. It's nice to see Gostowski being able to consistently kick field goals he hit a 48 yarder wow that's crazy for him this year it seems (laughs) but it really just uh, like when they got that uh interception in the second half and they tried to go deep to element and it didn't work and then they just were they really didn't seem to have the energy or the drive to actually get into the end zone I feel like they just kind of like okay we'll kick it now there was really no excitement really in the second half on the offensive side of the ball for the Patriots which is Hilarious after Garrett Blunt has that great touchdown to start off the game. And I just thought it was going to be more of the same throughout the rest of the game. they were going to keep scoring touchdowns. But kept getting in good places to score. But again, I think that's where you're missing Rob Gronkowski, not being able to get those uh, big chunks of yards or even just get it into the end zone. He's an easy person to throw to in the end zone. He's big. He can catch almost anything in a 10 foot radius of him. So, They definitely were missing Gronkowski there, but still being able to put 26 points on the Rams, who are a defensive heavy team, was pretty impressive, I will say. You talk about Rob Gronkowski there a little bit, and
3: obviously, you know, you were saying how, you know, not having him probably affected how, you know, the Patriots were able to do some things on offense. But, I mean, they got the win. And then moving forward, we all know by now Gronkowski will not be a part of this offense uh, for the rest of the regular season and, and possibly going into the playoffs. Are you perfectly 100% fine with the with the offense and the rest of the weapons that, that th- this team has and they'll be able to put out as, as long as everybody else can stay healthy? Is this a, the offense, you know, that can carry this team possibly to, to, to a Super Bowl run? You know, knowing the, co- the connection that Brady and Gronkowski has, will this th- team still be able to roll like they have been uh, without him?
9: I'd say it is about a 50-50 shot at them getting to the Super Bowl now. I just feel like Gronkowski is such a huge weapon. I don't like the no Gronk, no problem type of mentality. I feel like that is ridiculous to think he is the best receiver on the team. He's a tight end, but he's pretty much the best receiver that this team has. And not taking away anything from Julian Edelman and Malcolm Mitchell, who has been phenomenal. Really glad I picked him up on fantasy this week. Smart guy. It's been – it's been great to see a rookie actually succeed in the Patriots office. Never, never seen a playing well. Uh, but really at the same exact time, it is a Gronkless Patriots. And when the Patriots get in trouble, they like to throw it to Rob Gronkowski. I know Bennett has been a little banged up for, throughout the season, and he hopefully can get better before it gets to playoff time, and we'll see more production out of him. But I really think that this team needs Rob Gronkowski. And I hate people saying, oh, we'll just get rid of him next year. No, you don't get rid of Rob Gronkowski. I understand that he's injury-prone. I understand that he hasn't played a full season. But the man is nearly unstoppable when he's healthy, and I think he's 100% worth that risk. As soon as you start to see him decline, yeah, cut your losses and get out of there. But every single time the man is broken down and destroyed, everyone doubts – him coming back and being the same person he has always been the same player when he is healthy and i think without Bronk, they really are going to have a much more difficult time this was a good win though to show that the offense does have other weapons and that they can spread the ball around more danny Amendola, that was not necessarily a huge loss i feel like he's injured a lot but it's been good to see danny Amendola getting involved how he really hasn't been injured that much this year. Hopefully it's just a small injury and he'll be back on the field next week against the Ravens. Cause that's going to be a big test. That is going to be a really big test. Maybe then I'll change my mind if they can still be productive on offense without Gronkowski against the Ravens. Maybe I'll change my mind, but I really don't think that <laughs> without Gronk, this team is just going to be fine. I hate that mindset. I think the Patriots really need Gronk, even though they have the greatest quarterback in the world ever. Ever. I think they need to have Rob Gronkowski if they're gonna get a ring, but obviously they won't have Rob Gronkowski. So I really do think that the Patriots shots of winning the Super Bowl, and I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong. But I don't think that they're gonna win without Rob Gronkowski.
4: So there are reports coming out saying that, you know, Gronk will might be able to come back in eight eight to nine weeks from this surgery. If he is if he is squared away and cleared to play, do you think the Patriots should play Rob Gronkowski in whether it be like the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl?
9: I would say yes. If he is ready to play, he should be playing. That being said, he was ready to play against the Jets, and he played about five minutes and was already coming off the field. You don't want to see him get injured again. I really don't want it to be like, oh, he's like, 50% 50% sure, like even 90% sure he's going to be fine. I want, if there is a 100% healthy Gronk, I want him playing. But if there is anything less of him at 100%, I don't want to risk it. I really don't want to risk it for the man's personal life. He is taking a lot of beatings. This guy is impossible to tackle. He has taken so many brutal hits and you just don't want to see anyone get injured. If they do make it to the Super Bowl and Gronk is on the line of being able to play, I'd think it would do more damage to uh, play him, hate to see him get hurt, maybe even not even play up to the speed that he is able to and cost them uh, big plays and not be himself.
3: Absolutely, man. And and Mark asking that question about him possibly coming back for the AFC Championship game or Super Bowl reminds me of uh, 2010 or 11, where the Patriots had that rematch against the Giants. And I don't think he was he was 100 uh, to go in that game or whatnot, but they still tried to put him out there. But one more question before we let you go. Obviously, this was possibly the greatest game from Stephen Gaskowski on the season so far. I think he knocked in four field goals, and uh, both of his extra point attempts. <laughs> What can you say about this man finally stepping up and having a performance that we are used to seeing from this guy over the last couple of seasons?
9: I really – it was nice to see this today. It really was nice. It was a good old, like, golden star, good for you type of day, Stephen. Like, you did great. But at the same exact time, I'm not really going to be totally comfortable with Gostowski until – game's on the line five seconds left in the game fourth quarter 50 plus yard field goal attempt i'm not going to feel comfortable in that situation and if he hits it then all my doubts will be gone but i really think that just because he had a good day today does not mean that all of his woes and all of his troubles that have plagued him this year means that he's going to be 100 percent and that he's back to himself i'd love to see him back to his normal self i think the entire Patriots Nation would love to see Gostowski be the Gostowski that we've come to know and love after Adam Adam Vinatieri left. But I really don't think anyone can make a call on that until the game's on the line and he has a field goal to hit. And if he hits it, then okay, he's back. That's awesome. But these were really non-pressure field goals. They really weren't anything too deep. It was nice to – 40 yards is a good – distance for him especially since he's missing extra points I really just want to be confident with him at the end of the game and he really hasn't given anyone that confidence that he can be his old self at the end of the game not that he has missed a game losing field goal because of that but we really can't make any judgments until we see him
4: it's just we're gonna have the wait and see process when it comes to Stephen Giscovsky, but definitely a good sign from today, and we hope, hopefully, that's trending um, to progress going forward. Thank you, Tyler, once again, man. We look forward to hearing from you next week against the Ravens.
9: Thanks, guys. It should be a great game. Have a nice week.
4: Thanks a lot, man. man. Tyler Chedoke, CLNS Radio Video Correspondent. Follow him on Twitter at CLNS underscore Tyler. Head on over to the CLNS Radio YouTube channel to check out all of Tyler's great work for CLNS. Subscribe at YouTube.com slash CLNS Radio. That's YouTube.com slash CLNS Radio. Mike, I hate to just keep talking about Robert Kowski, but it's such, a, it's such a deep topic when it comes to the Patriots, and there's so many things that can happen. I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked Tyler. If Gronk is cleared to play by after eight weeks, whether that be in the AFC Championship or in the Super Bowl, should the Patriots play Rob Gronkowski?
3: I'm telling you, the Super Bowl that I was talking about um, with Tyler was in 2012 when the Patriots had that rematch against the Giants, and I'm pretty sure heading into that game, Rob Rob Gronkowski was not 100%. Um, I feel like they pushed him to play that game because obviously when you have Rob Gorkowski on the field and him playing, it's, it's a huge deal. But I think in that game, in that Super Bowl, he wasn't 100%. I think he finished the game with maybe two receptions and, you know, 20-something yards. But if he's not healthy and he's not going to give much to the game, on one hand, you know, not having Rob Gorkowski and, and what he's capable of doing hurts, At the other, at the the other, on the other hand, even if he's somewhat healthy, putting him out there as, a, as just a decoy could be a huge deal and play a huge part. I think years before, if you had tried to play uh, Rob Gronkowski coming back from injury and use him as a decoy, it would somewhat hurt because obviously just Gronk and no other weapons is a big deal. But say this year, Super Bowl, AFC Championship game, whatever the case may be, you're able to possibly throw Rob Gronkowski on the field as a decoy. Not to, not, to, not to really use him and have him be a huge playmaker during the game, but as a possible decoy, knowing that you have Bennett, knowing that you Mike, have Mitch.
4: I'm going to interrupt you real quick because
3: that question
4: has no more value because the Patriots have made it official and they put Robert Kowski on season-ending IR. So we will not be seeing him at all this season.
3: Well, well, well. On that note... Never mind with that question, DJ Meese. Thanks for asking me, but we all know the answer to it now. It's not even a question. Robert Gukowski, see you next year, my friend. (laughs) A guy
4: who had another great game against a solid defense in the Rams is Legarry Blunt. Mike, we can't ignore what this man's been doing. 18 carries, 88 yards, one touchdown. Another solid game from Blunt. Nick from Tampa was mentioning him earlier, but this guy, he's definitely a pro bowler. He's He's getting his money's worth this year, upcoming free agent. No complaints from Blunt, man. He's been solid against any type of defense. He's had a great game. So I don't know what else you can say about Blunt.
3: Yeah, Blunt, you know, coming into the season, I remember us talking on the uh, on the shows during the, the preseason. We pretty much, you know, doodled on this man's life because we just mm-hmm. thought Blunt was a no good. He'd just be good for short yardage first, uh, you know, goal line, goal, yard, goal line situations, you know, third and short, fourth and short, whatever the case may be, nothing more. There's no point ever that I ever see LeGarrette Blunt being a guy to, you know, really take over the run game for the Patriots. And week in and week out, he's just continued to prove me wrong and has been the Patriots' solid, you know, I want to say pretty close to workhorse back. He's been somebody that they could depend on week in and week out. And he's some of the reason, reason why this offense has really developed for the Patriots, where it's not just Tom Brady having to drop back and force it down the field, force it to this person, that person. You actually can feel safe and comfortable with Tom Brady hand, dropping back and handing the ball off to LeGarrette Plunt to do some damage down the field. And he's been great. He has been absolutely great. You know, I take back everything I said about him throughout the course of the season. He can keep this performance up um, and stay in great shape and hopefully stay healthy. You know, Patriots found themselves a solid combination of LeGarrette Blunt, possibly Deion Lewis and James White for the next couple of seasons for sure.
4: blunt has been amazing, but I'm going to switch gears to the defense and guy that we don't get too much credit for because, you know... The secondary has been horrible. But Malcolm Butler has been playing great this season. I think he's been having been, he's been shown that he's one of the top cornerbacks. He's still not crazy athletic. You know, he he doesn't make super crazy plays, but he's always there. He's always fighting and he had the interception today against um against golf. He's been playing out of Outside of the other cornerbacks, you know, Eric Rowe had a pretty good game, and then he went out. Cyrus Jones didn't play bad, but he's been really the anchor in that secondary, their captain out there, and he's been playing amazing. I'm, I really love what I'm seeing out of Malcolm Butler. Another guy, it seems like all these guys we're talking about becoming free agents next year. Another guy who deserves to get paid cause out of his work this year.
3: Yeah, I think Malcolm Butler for sure, has obviously obviously been a a huge bright spot on on this Patriots defense, and especially in the secondary. He's obviously the leader, I would say, in that secondary. You know, Devin McCourty has been around. Yeah, yeah, him and McCourty, I mean, but at the same time, McCourty's been around this team for years now. In this season, you don't hear McCourty's name too much at all. I honestly watch the game sometimes and forget that he's even playing sometimes because you, you don't see many big plays from him uh, in the secondary at, at that safety position. But, uh, yeah, him and McCordia definitely are the leaders for sure in that secondary. Malcolm Butler is a great talent. You know, I, today's interception I think only gave him his second on the season. Uh, hopefully, you know, the Patriots pay him, give him a nice, decent contract, you know, a long-term contract, and as he continues to, to develop, and gain more confidence and whatnot, and gets, becomes a smarter player. Because, I mean, you see his size, his athleticism, you know, that probably won't change too much. If, but just to become a smarter player, you know, is have his football IQ in the secondary continue to grow and develop, he'll be a huge, huge asset to this team for, for, for years to come. I mean, obviously he's having another Pro Bowl season. You know, he's the, he's the number one cornerback over here, and the Patriots should pay him as so.
4: That held. Look, the secondary held golf to 161 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. A lot can be credited to that defensive line as well. You know, Nick mentioned earlier how Branch. You know, he fought and got his suspension rescinded, which is great to see. Especially when the Patriots actually win anything from from Goodell, it's always a victory for
3: us. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I, you gotta get, you gotta get this. Just gotta give this team all the credit, all the credit in the world for you know what they've been able to do today throughout the season. You know, <laughs> screw Roger Goodell, everything that he's tried to do against this team. But the Patriots continue to get it done and win, man. That's what it's all about. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, the team, the coaching staff, whatever the case may be. Success follows this team, and that's what it's all about as they continue to march on and possibly, hopefully, get to another Super Bowl championship game.
4: We're now going to
3: bring in our good friend
4: Wes Langley from New England Patriots. What's going on, Wes? Patriots get the victory today, 26-10 to 10 against the Los Angeles Rams. What did you see in this game?
2: Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I love the show, actually. Uh, what I thought uh, was very uh, important for uh, the Patriots to move forward is uh, – The run defense was terrific. The pass defense, we also tackled extremely well. That was very important. And where we stopped them on third down, I don't think they even got a a third down conversion until late in the fourth quarter.
3: Yeah, man, the Patriots defense, I would say, did well. Obviously, you're going up against a, a, a tough, not a tough Rams team, but, you know, a, a team that just hasn't had a high-powered offense all season long. It took them a while for them to give the, the, the quarterback position over to, to Jared Goff, even though he was the number one pick. But at the same time, on the opposite side of the ball, you have Tom Brady getting the win number 201, the most winningest quarterback in NFL history. Is Do you debate with anyone you're close to, any friends, coworkers, whatever the case may be, do you have to debate this man's greatest and whether he's the greatest quarterback of all time?
2: There, It can be debated, but I don't think it's even close uh, from what you, you're saying, uh, the greatest of all time. Uh, if you look at everything that Tom Brady has done, most playoff wins, he's tied for the most Super Bowl wins, all the MVPs, and now uh, there's this accomplishment of 201 wins, and uh, I honestly don't even think that he's even – close to being finished, He has this season, and I think he has a few more seasons left in him playing at a high level, like he said. Until he sucks, he's not going to retire.
4: Definitely. Tom Brady, no more debates. I think that's something we should lay to rest here in 2016. But looking into 2017 with players like Dante Hightower, Malcolm Butler playing well. You have Bennett, upcoming free agents. Who's a player you believe the Patriots need to lock up for sure for next year, moving on and continuing um, the Patriots' greatness?
2: Uh, like you said, uh, all the pending free agents, uh, that we have quite a few. Uh, the, the more important ones uh, is Dante Hightower. He is a run-stopper and our uh, future leader, captain for the defense. Uh, he's very important against the run. Uh, you can't find a linebacker with his uh, skill, skill set, two uh, hundred and seventy pounds. You just can't find that every day. And he's going to be very important. And another guy that's going to be very important is Jabal Sheard. He's an upcoming free agent. He's a great defensive end against the run and the pass. Smart, smart player. And uh, for the offense, Garrett Bourne could be a very key free agent for us. Uh, We could maybe get him one or two year deal like last time. He's that power back uh, that helps us uh, move the ball on third and short. Uh, Him having 13 touchdowns this year has proven that he can play at a high level.
3: This team, obviously, we all know by now, you know that Gronkowski not only is going to miss the rest of the season, but he won't even be available to come back in the playoffs. We know by now what this team has to work with in terms of the weapons that's around. You know, obviously, we heard earlier that from Tyler, uh, he's fifty-fifty on whether this team can go as far as a Super Bowl uh, without Rob Gronkowski. What is your take on? you know, the rest of the weapons that Tom Brady has to work with. Can they possibly still march uh, through the rest of the regular season into the playoffs and possibly do all of this and make the Super Bowl run without having Rob Gronkowski available to Tom Brady? Uh,
2: Rob, The Rob Gronkowski injury is absolutely huge for the Patriots because outside of maybe Julio Jones or, or maybe Antonio Brown, he is probably the bi- the biggest receiver in the NFL receiving wise, he's a matchup nightmare for for any defensive back linebacker, defensive end you call it. The good thing is that we have Martellus Bennett. He 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 is one of the top tier tight ends in the NFL. I would say top top ten. And that loss is going to be huge, but the good thing is we do have Julian Edelman. He is, he is a great receiving threat, yardage up to the catch job. Malcolm Mitchell is coming to his own, and he's growing up before our eyes, and he had eight catches today. A lot, a lot of targets. Tom Brady is really liking him, so I do like what we're moving forward. The, the main key is going to be the, uh, how to ground and pound and a lot, a lot of play action and uh, it's, we're, we can go as far as Tom Brady will, will guide us. That's what I truly believe. I think that we can. It's going. We just gotta execute more when we're when we're playing elite teams.
4: Definitely, we have the weapons here in New England to try to overcome a Rob Gronkowski loss. It doesn't make it any easier, but when you have Tom Brady, you have Bill Belichick, and Bill, we trust they'll find a way to make it happen. Wes, I want to thank you for calling in, man. Your phone wasn't too great this week, but we'll definitely look forward to hearing from <laughs> you next week.
2: Okay, thank you for having me. Have a good no day. Problem.
4: Great stuff from Wes. Be sure to check out Wes Langley's New England Patriots Nation page and like it on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash the real New England Patriots Nation. And now I'm going to switch it over to Mike Alangi, where he's going to give us the round the NFL.
5: Thanks a lot, Marv. Today's NFL scores are brought to you by Indochino. Listeners can get any free premium Indochino suit for just $389 when you mention the code PATRIOTS at the Boston Indochino Showroom at 85 Newbury Street. That is an $800 made-to-measure suit for just $389. Again, go to Indochino.com to book your appointment at the Boston Showroom and then mention the code PATRIOTS for over 50% off your first suit at the 85 Newbury Street location. Guys, a lot of big scores going around in the NFL today. Kansas City Chiefs improved to 9-3 with a 29-28, squeaked out a win over the Atlanta Falcons. Detroit Lions beat the New Orleans Saints 28-13. They still lead the NFC North. Denver Broncos beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 20-10. Packers over the Houston Texans 21-13. Cincinnati Bengals absolutely demolished the Philadelphia Eagles, 32-14. Bears, same thing, over the uh, San Francisco 49ers, excuse me, 26-6. Uh, we have a couple scores going on right now. Buffalo Bills 10-3 over the Raiders right now in the second quarter. And the Pittsburgh Steelers leading the New York Giants 5-0 to uh, at the end of the first. Also at the end of the first quarter, Arizona Cardinals over the Washington Redskins 7 nothing and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the San Diego Chargers are tied at seven as we close the first quarter. As for next week's opponent, guys, we heard it a couple of times today. The Baltimore Ravens absolutely blew the doors off the uh, Miami Dolphins, 38-6. to Joe Flacco threw for almost 400 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, they absolutely killed the Dolphins. They were intercepting Ryan Tannehill left and right. Uh, they're going to be a tough test coming up in this, uh, in this next week's game.
4: Yeah, Ravens are here. not going to be an easy task. It feels like right now they're, they're starting to get things going here. Like you said, Flacco, four touchdowns, 300-plus three, yards. He's starting to feel it. Their receivers and tight ends are balling. Pitter is not going to be an easy task. Steve Smith is my favorite football player of all time. You know he plays hard. He's going to be gritty. Mike Wallace, always a deep threat, someone we're going to have to look look after in um Kimar Aiken. So Ravens definitely have weapons on offense, but there's no chop liver on defense either. So it's going to be a real test for this Patriot, Gronkless Patriots team.
3: Yeah, for sure. You know, all the players you just named offensively for the Ravens, it's going to be a huge test for this secondary. Like you said, you know, each week, you know, you look at the opposing team, their quarterback and the weapons that they have and who, uh, the secondary we'll have to battle with. And, you know, luckily the Patriots took on uh, a rookie quarterback, in Jared Goff, in offense. That's just not one to be really feared. But that is going to completely flip uh, next Monday night when they take on the uh, the Ravens. Uh, crafty veteran in Steve Smith, a great, you know, veteran Uh, wide receiver in Mike Wallace Flacco's been around for years now he's no Jared Goff obviously he's not a Tom Brady or Drew Brees but he's no Jared Goff he'll know what to do with the ball and and how to move it down the field so it's going to be huge test test for this uh secondary for sure next week Uh, and I'm sure we all be tuned in to watch to hopefully see the the uh, the gronkless (laughs) New England Patriots continue to march on throughout the season
4: and it's going to be interesting to see what happens now with the secondary with, with not knowing the extent of Eric Rowe's injury. You know Cyrus Jones was able to step up and play that second um cornerback position, but but if, he, if Eric Rowe is out for, you know, extended time, does Cyrus Jones start or do we get more do we see more of Logan Ryan again this week? So who knows what's going to happen, who's going to be defending, who's going to be a matchup? We definitely all look forward to see. And before we talk more about the Raven, let's let's hear some more words from our sponsors.
1: I just want to take a moment to talk to you about Movement Watches. Movement Watches. If you haven't heard of this company, it started by two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. So what did they do? They started their own company. Guys after my own heart, that's for sure. I love young entrepreneurs. As you know, CLNS Radio was founded by a bunch of Celtics fans way back in 2009. And from there, we started a a company that made a career out of it. So we can absolutely relate to the owners of movement watches. And let me tell you, I purchased the Chrono Gunmetal watch. This watch is so sleek, so cool. Black stainless steel, it's light, it's versatile, it's great for dress occasions... Or even casual affairs. A little bit more about movement watches, they start at $95. I purchased the chrome gunmetal watch for under $100 and I know with the watch I purchased, you're looking at $400 to $500 in a department store. So give yourself a big discount off a watch right in time for the holidays. You can get 15% off today with free shipping and if you don't like the watch, guess what? You can return it for free. All you have to do is go to Movement watchescom slash Beat. Wait a second, even the name is cool. It's spelled wwwmvmtwatchescom slash Now is the time to step up your watch game, folks. And I can tell you, since I got the Chrono Gunmetal watch, I've been getting complimented left and right. Get your 15% off. Get your free shipping. No risk involved. You can return the watch if you don't like it, and you're also supporting. Celtics Beat Podcast and CLNS Radio. Again, go to mvmtwatches.com slash Celtics Beat.
7: CLNS Radio's leading online coverage of the Boston Celtics is now even more comprehensive than ever. From the Celtics post-game show to the Guard Report to CSL and to Celtics Beat, CLNS Radio's Boston Celtics news feed provides narrated breaking news, game recaps, and news and notes for the NBA's winningest franchise, all provided in real time don't have the time to surf the web or search engines and plunge your head into your computer or smartphone to read up on all the latest on the Celtics, no problem. Multitask while listening to CLNS's Celtics newsfeed. And for the 2016-17 NBA campaign, the Boston Celtics pregame report with myself, Larry A. Trussell, will be released on the newsfeed on game days at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, making it the first pregame report to air anywhere. We will give you a featured interview through someone providing opposing insight, pregame notes, And go on a Celtics draft pick watch all in just 12 minutes or less. Available on the Boston Celtics news feed on iTunes and Stitcher and the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app.
4: And we are back. Patriots manhandle the Los Angeles Rams tonight. Today, excuse me, easy game, 26 to 10. Nothing's really to be worried about. Tom Brady, once again, earns his 201st win as a quarterback. That's the most of all time. And, Mike, I'm looking at the time, and I think I know what time it is, my friend.
3: Yes, sir. Yes, siree. It's not even a debate, DJ Meese. You know, we come in, we all try to figure out who is the CLNS Radio New England Patriots post-game show star of the game, and I don't even think it's up for debate. The man that stepped up this afternoon, got the win, win number 201, and he became the most winningest quarterback in NFL history. It's not even a debate to who is the star of the game. We have to give it to not one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, the Mm -hmm. greatest quarterback of all time. Tom Brady gets it done, adds to his list of accomplishments. This guy is unbelievable, and not only is he unbelievable right now after everything he's done throughout his career, he still has some years to go left in the tank.
4: Tom Brady with 33 for 46 today, 269 yards, and one touchdown. Not an incredible day in Tom Brady's standards, but he still got the dub, 201st win. That's all that matters. The star of the game.
3: Yeah. Absolutely, and at the same time, you know, with all that happens in the game, obviously you look at the Los Angeles Rams and just the old team that they have, the organi- organization that they have, <laughs> and one guy that you, DJ Meese, were talking down on all day was Jeff Fisher, the coach who has struggled pretty much everywhere he's been in the NFL, and for him, today, was with this loss, it's still a happy day for him because for some reason – the Rams organization decides to give him a two-year contract extension.
4: I, I don't understand. I feel like Jeff Fisher must be married to, like, Goodell's sister or something. This guy keeps getting a job. He, he keeps finding a way of getting a head coaching position. And he's not that good. It's, he doesn't win. This team had, what, hard knocks this offseason? And nothing comes out of it. They're, they're what, now, 4-8 and eight, sub sub par team, not even subpar, below average team. They moved to Los Angeles. No buzz is coming out of there. It's, it's, just sad. it's just a sad, sad story.
3: Absolutely. So to the Los Angeles Rams, you know, I don't know what they're expecting to get out of Jeff Fisher for the next for the rest of this season and the next two seasons if he makes it that far. But the Los Angeles Rams from DJ Meese and myself, we got to give you guys a big fat Sorry. Good luck with Jeff Fisher, man, because I don't know. I don't know if things are going to change, but good luck with having him leading the way as the head coach.
4: Yeah, but moving on, New England Patriots play next week, Monday night, like we've been saying, against the Baltimore Ravens. This will be their first true test on how they play without Rob Gronkowski. And Ravens, you know, they're a hot team right now. They just destroyed – the Miami Dolphins, they're rolling. You got a guy, Steve Smith, Joe Flacco, Mike Wallace, some savvy veterans out there, and they know how to play the Patriots, and they know how to play the Patriots tough. So this is going to be a playoff-type atmosphere game, hard fought. What, what are you seeing out of this game next week, Mike?
3: It's going to be tough. I mean, it's, I don't remember the game is played, I'm pretty sure, here in Gillette Stadium, it's, if I'm correct. It's
4: home. home game. It's home.
3: Okay, so obviously anytime I see a home game for the New England Patriots, I'm automatically thinking good things for them. But at the same time, the weapons that we just named for this Ravens team and knowing the type of defense the Patriots have been rolling out week in and week out, it could be tough. Obviously, Tom Brady, like we've been saying all season – All show long, all season long, he has weapons. And obviously, it's a little different without Gronkowski, but it's not like years before. There's other guys that Tom Brady can trust. You know, get this week. You get, you know, Bennett hopefully gets back to close to 100%. Amendola, too, as well. Uh, Malcolm Mitchell's there. Adam is there. Deion Lewis, James White, LeGarrette Blunt. The weapons are there, and it's still Tom Brady leading the way. I still see Tom Brady getting a win and the Patriots coming out of Monday night with a victory.
4: Michael Longy, next Monday night game, prime time football game without Rob Gronkowski. What do you
5: see from the Patriots? I, I think this is going to be a tough one, guys. I won't lie. I mean, we remember that the Baltimore Ravens—they started the season what, you know, two and four, something like that. They had a they had a bad start to the season, and all of a sudden they're rolling. You know, they're seven and five now. They're pushing ahead. They're, I believe, in first place in their division now. After this, uh, obviously Pittsburgh is playing right now, but. You know, it's going to be a tough game. There's no question about it. The the Ravens always have a good defense. I believe they have the number one defense in the league this year. I know they have the number one rush defense, which could be interesting for LeGarrette Blunt to go up against. But they have a great defense. They destroyed Ryan Tannehill and the Dolphins today. Uh, and like you guys have been saying about their offensive playmakers, they do have a lot of sneaky playmakers. Mike Wallace can get behind a defense, and we all know that the Patriots have some issues with the deep ball. Even the one they gave up, I know it was garbage time, the definition of garbage time with that last Kenny Britt pass but still I mean they let people get over the top at points Mike Wallace is as good as anybody at getting over the top Dennis Pitt is a target machine I know he's on my fantasy team I had a good day with him today so you know they do have a lot of guys who can get the things done Joe Flacco can obviously play in Gillette Stadium in clutch moments we've all seen it happen before so I I think the Patriots win like Mike said I I always kind of tend to think they're going to win when they're at home It, it pretty much shocks me whenever they lose at home so I'll pick him for that reason, but I think it's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be a close one. I would say within a touchdown. This is going to be a six, maybe a four or three-point win. This is going to be a real close one this week.
4: I hear that. I agree with Alonja. I think it's going to be a a close, close game. Um, So the next two games are really tough. They have Ravens and they have Broncos. I don't see Patriots taking both games. One's at Denver, one's at Gillette, Gillette. Guys, I'm going to say I think Patriots fall to the Ravens next week at home without Rob Gronkowski. Just right now, I think Ravens are hot. They're on a high. I think it's going to be a tough test without having Gronk in there. And hard-fought game, close game, maybe Ravens sneak it out with a three-point a three lead. I trust Joe Flacco more than I trust Paxton Lynch to make um, play. So I think Patriots drop this one against the Ravens. I hope I'm wrong. But I think Patriots will drop this one against the Ravens.
3: We shall see, man. Tough game, big game next Monday night for sure. Definitely. And to wrap it all up, Patriots
4: once again win twenty six to ten. Tom Brady, the goat, the greatest of all time. Not just his two hundred and first win. Brett Favre just actually released a video congratulating Brady, saying he's the best. So, you know, the whole world knows it. You've Peyton Manning, Joe Montana. Fans, just let it go, man. Tom Brady (laughs) has cemented his greatness. We're just going to enjoy for how many months
3: or years we have left to watch Tom Brady and his greatness. Absolutely. Tom Brady, you know, like you said, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Brett Favre. You know, I think for a lot of people that have the debate is between Tom Brady and Joe Montana. For you, Joe Montana fans out there who say Brady's not better than him. Please hit me up. Get my direct line, my email, my, my Snap, my my Instagram, my Twitter, whatever the case may be. Hit me up so we can have this debate on why you think Montana is better than Brady. The Brett Fars or Peyton manifest don't hit me up because you have no argument. I don't want to hear anything from you guys. But we all know by now it's Brady at the top of the mountain for sure.
4: Definitely. This. Is the post game show and it will be available for on demand download by searching for the CLNS New England Patriots post game show on iTunes and Stitcher, as well as the CLNS radio mobile podcast app. When you download our feed, you'll also get the Patriots Newsfeed podcast, our daily news podcast hosted by our content manager, Michael Longy. While you're at it, make sure you check out the Patriots Beat podcast hosted by Harris, which is also available on iTunes, Stitcher, and the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. You can also check out Tyler Tudor's video work for CLNS at youtube.com slash CLNS Radio and catch him on Celtics Newsfeed five days a week on CLNSRadio.com. And be sure to check out Charles Russick and Billy White's written work on the Patriots at CLNSRadio.com. Today's show was brought to you by Indochino. Get any premium suit, for $389 when you mention the code Patriots at their Newberry Street showroom in Boston. And Omaha Steaks. Get the family gift pack for just $49.99 when you go to OmahaSteaks.com and type in the word B-E-A-T that's B-E-A-T in the main search bar and buy Blue, Blue Apron. Get your first three meals for free with free shipping when you go to BlueApron.com Patriots. Want to thank our guests. In Today's callers and everyone who tuned in for CLNS radio executive producer, Larry H. Russell, Patriots content manager, Michael Longy, my co-host, Mike Nice. I'm Marvin. I see everyone back here next week when the Patriots take on the Ravens Monday night football.
3: Yes, sir, and again, this has been the New England Patriots postgame show powered by CLNS Radio, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for all New England professional sports. We will see you guys next Monday night.
0: Napa guy knows more isn't always better. Unless we're talking about full size vans. These beasts do more than get you from A to B. They have so much space a man can live in it. With shag carpeting, water bed, and a sweet lava lamp, these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home. With quality parts and plenty of Napa know how, you can keep the original tiny house running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. know how. A great family vacation doesn't last a day, a night, or even a week. It stays with you year after year. This summer, plan a trip to Great Wolf Lodge Indoor Water Park Resort, where every second is packed with adventure, and every memory is one for the ages. Howl side-by-side down giant water slides, play indoors and out, or watch your children's face light up at the log cabin inside their hotel room. Seasons come and go, but Great Wolf memories will last a lifetime. Visit greatwolf.com for details on how to save up to 30% on your summer getaway.